really like about it, I mean, the lyrics are just kind of like, they're fine. I mean, it's just about falling in love. It's cute, but it's, it's the eighties synth for me, really. It's, it's synthy without being cheesy. And it's just, it has a really good melody. It's really just like pretty and makes you feel like it's fast and you want to play it loud, but it also just makes you feel kind of like, I don't know, floaty in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just listened to the intro and you're right. Oh, it's you did? very okay. synthy without being, I don't know, sticks. Uh, right. Yeah. everybody welcome back to the sip list i'm amanda and this is the podcast where we get drunk and count down our top five favorites of all the things and if you don't get drunk that's okay too um it is a thursday and i don't have to work tomorrow so i have a heavy pour tonight i am joined tonight by my lovely friend chris cole how are you sir um i'm kind of dreading the lovely park but i am fantastic <laughs> it, i have to work tomorrow but i have that horrible horrible 25 foot commute so i think yeah. i can manage well at least if you have to go hungover you know you can be in your own house right right in, in any place you can crawl home from is a, is a good <laughs> option that's all that matters as long as you get there and you right. drive. get drunk doing the comfort of your own home that way you can crawl somewhere you know that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it reminds me of Mean Girls. She's like, is there actually alcohol in this? Oh, no, honey. What kind of mother do you think I am? But do you want some? Because if you do, I'd rather you do it in the house. <laughs> oh, we had so many so many moms like that yeah. amongst my, my group of friends in school. Yeah, you can't be that kind of mom these days. Which, sure, because you're not really supposed to be. But also, I understand the logic. <laughs> well, I think the logic at the, at the time was uh, we know y'all are going to do it I, I actually didn't, everybody else did I was actually the the sober friend um, not making this up uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, the the rule was uh, well, I'm so sorry, they figured that they were going to be doing it anyway so they might as well do it someplace safe and the rule amongst our group of friends was uh, as soon as you take a sip you give up your keys yes, that's a good plan um, and then you throw them into a bowl. And it's like a 1970s key party, and nobody knows what's going to happen. Oh, wait. Uh, Wrong story. Sorry. Well, that got <laughs> that got a little a little weird. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And statutes limitations are a thing, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will say I am I am that mom when it comes to uh, sex. Like I've told Abby everything there is to know. I've told her, ask me whatever you want. And I said, uh, I know you're going to have sex, whether I tell you not to. So when you're ready, come to me so I can get you on the pill and get you some condoms. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. rely on the guy to bring the condoms. No. Um, but yeah. Because if you rely on a guy, uh, we're going to forget everything. Uh, forget. You can't see my air quotes, but I'm air quoting the word forget. Anywho, <laughs> I mean, for me, it would be forget, but, okay. but no, there were guys that for sure that were like, Well, I'm not gonna only get pregnant, free, so yeah, yeah no, those, those dudes exist if they're all pieces of shit. It just doesn't um, feel the same, Fuck you, 
<laughs> well, it doesn't feel the same for anybody, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. But, That's what I'm saying. But it beats a lot of the alternatives. Yes. Yeah, I am not a fan. It doesn't feel the same. They smell. I hate that smell. Oh, man. The, yeah. It's like, no. So I'm with you on that. And there's there's no there's no great place to stop and put one on. That's true, too. It's like, however you have to do it, it just kind of kills the mood for just a minute. I mean, it's, it, it's like the sex version of stopping to drink out of a straw. Like, there's just no <laughs> cool way to do it. You're right. There's really not. There's really not. So, um, are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am currently about to start into an Austin East Ciders pineapple cider. Ooh, that sounds interesting. It's really good. Um, is and, it beer uh, or is it more of a hard cider? Like it, it's a hard cider. It's a, it's an apple gotcha. cider with with uh, uh, pineapple flavoring, and it's That's weird cool. because I, I bought it um, grocery store, I think. Anyway, so I bought it, and uh, some friends of mine we, we we swapped snobby beers and ciders back and forth because nice. one of the guys can only drink ciders because he drinks so much beer in his youth. He's developed a uh, a barley allergy. Um, oh, that sucks. Yeah, horrible, horrible. Uh, so we swapped sliders back and forth. He's like, dude, I've been drinking that for five years. Like, well, now you freaking tell me. Uh, <laughs> and then he says, drink it out of a glass. It completely changed the flavor. I'm like, well, that's bullshit. And it was not bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's not bullshit. Well, I mean, some beers you pour into a glass and it opens up like wine and it does wine-like shit. Well, and, I mean, and it's, it's great. not Miller Lite. I mean. <laughs> no, because, okay. Miller Lite, Bud Light, Coors Light are all like sex in a canoe. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> because it's fucking close to water. <laughs> exactly. Ba-dum-bum-tsh. Be here all week. Tip your yeah. Nice, nice. Very nice. <laughs> um, a funny story about, so we haven't talked about this, but um, did you watch the show about Dr. Death or do you know anything about that story at all? Uh, I, I saw you post that you were watching it, and I, and I tried to look it up, and I just lost track of even trying to look it up. I, I don't know anything about it at all. Okay. Well, I won't go into the full story, but um, the only reason I'm bringing I promise I have a point that relates to cider. So basically, this guy was a hack doctor down here in Dallas that um, had no clue what he was doing, operated on people, high, drunk, whatever. And so I so the show the limited series is based on a podcast. So I listen to the podcast and they're talking in this episode about how he gets pulled over for drunk driving. And this is the first time he gets arrested. Like, like even before, like they're investigating him, but he's not even getting in trouble for the surgery stuff. He just gets pulled over for a DUI. And they're like, he gets pulled over. The cop comes up to the car. It's all dramatic. They look inside and there's a Mike's hard lemonade bottle sitting next to him on the seat and an empty one on the floor. The story is not funny at all, but that part, I like choked on my drink when I was listening to that. I laughed so fucking hard. Oh, no, no. It, it, it's that, it's like, that friend from high school who, who, I got so fucked up on Zima. I mean, oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, no. The dude uh, was on Coke and he got drunk on Mike's Hard Lemonade. Well, we know so, where the money went, right? I exactly. Mean, so when I, um, when I was getting ready to watch the show i was saying i was like if i don't get a scene of joshua jackson being pulled over with a mike's hard lemonade in his hand i'm going to be super pissed spoiler alert they did not include that i was very upset well i'm not going to watch it now (laughs) i know right like that was the best part right like i I, I didn't have any 
for or against it, but now that you've A, spoiled it, and B, told me that the spoiler that should have been there isn't fucking in there. <laughs> I, 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 just, I, mean, I can't do it. Mike's hard lemonade. I just can't. I, like, I, I just can't. So anyway, I thought that was funny. Oh, man. <laughs> so... I am drinking, um, which I think I've had on the show before, but I'll talk about it again. The 19 Crimes Snoop Cali Red. It's Ooh. very delicious. Um, I'm a huge fan of 19 Crimes, both because the wines are good and the bottles are fucking legit. The bottles uh, are amazing. 19 Crimes, please sponsor me. Have you had had the Snoop Dogg one or seen the bottle? I think Wait. I've seen the bottle, but I don't. I, I definitely have not drank it. it my, is so my, my wine list is... Um, cool. It's got like two items on it. Nice. My wine list. Yeah. Well, now there's a Cali Rose Snoop Dogg of 19 Crimes, which I think I'm going to check out. I'm not I'm not a huge Rose fan unless it's sparkling, but I'm like, uh, I'll I'll check it out just because the labels are so freaking cool. Um, but this one's really good. It's like a red blend. It kind of kind of like a blend between a Zinfandel and a Syrah. It's a little a little fruity and oaky and, you know, all those things that Wines are supposed to be and just a little sweet on the end. So it's a very nice medley in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh-uh. No, no, <laughs> no. In fact, I just took a sip. So there you go. Um, I will try the Cali Rosé and report back on that at a later time. So useless fact on ciders. Uh, they were actually more popular in the U.S. pre-prohibition than beer. Well, because it was probably called moonshine back then. Well, no, moonshine's liquor. That's a whole different conversation. Oh, okay. You ever had real moonshine? No, no. Oh. You could not pay me to. No, thank you. Oh, I've had some, some good stuff, and then I have smelled stuff that I'm pretty sure would strip the hide off a rhino. Yeah, no. I knew a guy in college that made his own, and I was like, nope, nope, not trying it. Don't care. Don't want it. I took a whiff of someone that a, that a friend had, and um, I don't think my sinuses had problems for like six months. <laughs> right. And then the, the girl he ended up marrying was just like drinking it out of the bottle like it was water. Now, mind you, um, Allie is five foot four, maybe, possibly weighs a buck 20, fully clothed with heavy boots on. Does she still have her intestines? <laughs> I don't even know how she still has the second liver, much less the first one. <laughs> That is insane. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny to me now? I mean, ciders have been around for a while, but the whole cool thing now is the, um, the oh, what are they called? Oh, the seltzers. You know, the seltzers. Yeah, it's so like the Sonic one, like we talked about, is pretty legit. Um, the Corona one is actually pretty good. Um, and then Ranch Water is pretty good. I've had, what's the original one that started it all? White, uh, the Trulies or the, the White Claw. White, White Claw. Claw, thank you. White Claw. Yeah, um, White Claw tastes like carbonated static. piss. It's so gross. <laughs> it truly, it truly is is slightly flavored static. But but the thing is, you know what these things are? They're the new the Gen Z version of wine coolers. Like it's the exact same fucking thing as wine coolers and Boone's Farm and Zima. Like. Don't try to church it up. It's still the stuff that high schoolers and college kids drink because they're poor. Why don't they just go buy a 24-pack of Natty Lights like everybody else used to? Uh, yeah, don't. Not me. I, no, <laughs> no. No, there is such a thing as a bad free beer. Uh, yes. Anybody who tells you that there's such a thing as a bad free beer has never had Keystone Light. Ugh. I would say Natty Light's a little worse, but I think they're all in the same 
I've never had a Natty Light because I have I have standards oh, when it comes to oh. beer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I, I can't I can't bring myself to do it. <laughs> so, um, thank you for uh, doing this list such short notice. We had to rearrange a couple of things, but this was one we had already been working on. So I've had a really hard time narrowing this one down, but I think it's going to be a good one. I like when we talk music. I feel like we both have really good knowledge. And you might have a little more knowledge than me on some things, but I like I like having conversations with you about music. It's it's always fun and diverse, and we make good points. So absolutely, um, and and we both have varied, uh, very very eclectic tastes. Very uh, well, what what I call the eighties and nineties kid taste, yeah. right? Because growing up, we we had. I mean, I'm a little bit older, but still, you guys are coming out of the 70s, you're into the 80s, you've got all these these stations playing a little bit of country, and a little bit of rock and roll, and a little bit of hip-hop, and a little bit of R&B. Are you Donnie, and I'm Marie, or is it the other way around? I really did not mean to do that. <laughs> um, but but you know what I mean, yes, right? Yes, no, and, I know. And then we get to the 90s, and we're in Oklahoma, so of course, Garth is playing on the top 40 mm-hmm. stations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and then that huge transformation that we, that we talked about at length on the, on the last one of these, or the first one of these we did uh, where, where metal got taken over by grunge and then metal came back and it was all that, that dueling back and forth. So you and I have both very Nickelback happened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Nickelback is bubblegum pop lyrics with rock guitar. Right. Nickel, Nickelback is the fucking worst. And, and Sorry, Chad Nickel, Kroger. <laughs> Nickelback has some great songs. They right? do. Just... But I think Chad Kroger will go down as being a better producer than a, a performer. Uh, because they give uh, Chad Kroger sells most of his good stuff to other people. Yeah. Um, but I have no problem admitting that, that I actually own a Nickelback album. Forget which one. It's one photograph and, and uh side of a bullet and everything else on I there. mean I liked it back in the day it was just all that all that 2000s rock now that I go back and listen to it you know like them and puddle of mud and uh, oh it's focus group music it's, it's all yeah it's just all the same but we ate it up back then so I can't I mean I'm not judging because I liked it it was right. just a, it was a thing you know um well there's this horrible yeah. thing now that if you if you like a song from a band you have to be a fan or right. if you're not a fan you can't like a single track Right. That's, and that's and We came from the, the, the best two decades of one-hit wonders, right? The 80s and 90s <laughs> yes. one-hit wonders. Because you and I talked about doing a one-hit wonder show, and then we're like, oh, shit, how do we narrow that down? We're doing like fucking year, right? Exactly. Um, so so we, we have this, this huge catalog of one-hit wonders, and hey, I like this album from this band, but they went to this album and was utter shit. And then the next album, I like two tracks. Um... And that's right. that's normal for us. Where it's not this whole I love this band, so I love every track they've ever done. Right. I mean, in the '90s, I was listening to Aerosmith and Salt and Peppa in the same day. So right. you know, it's just that's just how, and that's how my musical taste is now. I mean, my list that I have here, the long list, has a couple of songs that came out before I was born. So you know, it's just. Um, I guess I should tell everybody what the list is and then we'll get into it. But oh yeah, yeah we should when, probably enter that part. When it comes to music, it's just, you know, we definitely came from some good decades and we both have an appreciation. And I, I listen to pretty much everything except, like I said, super hardcore, like death metal. Like the screaming metal, I just can't really get into. But everything else, it you know, just depends on my mood. So Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so um, we're going to do our little new segment, Mad Libs, here quickly. And since this is a music-themed episode, episode, I found one called Rock and Roll, and it's a Led Zeppelin theme. So it looks like it's going to be a song. We just have to put in the words. So the site that I use, I it just... We, it asked me for the words. I don't get to see what it is beforehand, so we get to experience it together. So, hey. yay, I'll be asking you for words, and if you can't think of something, then I will, or it actually gives you the option of random word, but I have a feeling those words will be PG, if not G, and I don't want that. No, we're not about that life. We never had no, no, we are not, so step up your game. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right. Adjective. Ugly. Okay. Verb. Fuck. Okay. Verb. Kill. Ooh. <laughs> Verb. Is it going to be Mary? <laughs> Run. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> that worked out just right. Okay. <laughs> Adjective. Quickly. Okay. Um, no, not uh, not an adverb, an adjective. Oh, adjective. Um, Grammar's hard, I know. God. I word real good. Real, real good. <laughs> I, fuck you, pick. Okay, how about sexy? Oh, there we go. Oh, God, we have ugly and sexy. This should be awesome. Okay, adjective? Raunchy. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Noun. Pole. Mm, okay. Uh, noun. Dock. Dock? Yeah. Like dock of the bay? Okay. Yes. All right. Verb. Shine? Uh, shine? Yeah, like shining shoes. Okay. All right. Plural noun. Ducks. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Verb. Eat. Okay. Adjective. Harry. <laughs> Good one. Okay. Adverb. Do you want me to throw quickly in there? Sure. Okay. Adjective. Large. Ooh, okay. Plural noun. Wankers. <laughs> Good one. Damn it. Can't type. Okay. Verb. Uh, throw. Okay. Another verb. Shoot. Okay. And plural noun. Uh, hang gliders. The hell? Okay. I don't know. It just popped the Why not? Head. Yeah. <laughs> I, it... Okay. Noun. Boy. Okay. Verb ending in ing. Screwing. Yes. And finally, adjective. Viciously. Uh, no. no adjective. Vicious. Not... vicious yeah, there we be. go. Yeah. 
Okay. I like where your head's at. All right. And then it says, go mad. Okay, here we go. (laughs) This is the worst part. I don't know if I can read them. Okay. (laughs) It's been an ugly time since I rock and rolled. It's been an ugly time since I did the fuck. Oh, let me kill it back. Let me kill it back. Let me kill it back, baby, where I run from. This is a good Zeppelin song. Great. It's been a sexy time. Been a sexy time. Been a sexy, lonely, 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 lonely time. Yes, it has. Hmm. It's been a raunchy time since the pole of Doc. I can't shine the ducks of a life with no Doc. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) Eat me back. Eat me back. Eat me back, baby, where I come from. (laughs) okay it's been a hairy time been a hairy time been a hairy lonely 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 time seems quickly large since we walked in the moonlight making wankers that just can't throw right (laughs) shoot your hang gliders (laughs) shoot your hang gliders shoot your hang gliders baby let my boy come screwing in it's been a vicious time a vicious time it's been a vicious lonely 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 time the end <laughs> that, uh, that was awful <laughs> i i think what that really really needs is a random licky boom boom down it really does you're right That's exactly... i mean that would tie it that would tie it all together i mean i'll bet snow's not doing anything maybe i should hit him up on twitter great great uh <laughs> In fact, I, I think anytime we do one of these, there should be a random lucky boom boom down thrown in. That's a, okay. I'll make that the rule for the next time. Yeah, what do you think yeah. that qualifies as a verb? Probably. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. And um, yeah, so I'm trying to incorporate the Mad Libs. I think it's fun. I think uh, listeners can tell me if not otherwise, but until then I'll keep doing them because Mad Libs crack my shit up. So, Yeah, uh, especially adult Mad Libs. Um, yes, yes. Like, there are some nasty words in there. And uh, yeah, good one. I'm going to, I still need to, as I already mentioned, um, my friend Martin Banks that I met through the Overlook group. Um, he's British and I need him to come do one with all British vernacular on the mad libs oh that would be beautiful yeah yes that would be splendid as he says or glorious as they're also known to say brilliant oh brilliant yes yes (laughs) i would say it would be pretty dodgy that's one of my favorite words dodgy dodgy is very underused in the american lexicon Uh, americans underuse all the good stuff and only use the shit stuff yeah whatever like right. fuck muppet why don't we use fuck muppet more Ooh, i don't know that one. Oh god I, that's a great one uh, i like uh, to use twat waffle twat and... waffle is a great one I, I i do quite often while i'm muted at work refute to people as twats yes just so i could use the, the proper pronunciation um i also like i'm a fan of cunty mccunt face yes yes uh <laughs> fuck ugly is another great one uh i just i love all their i love all their words they're so awesome it's weird how we speak the same language but just the vernacular is so different like i like to tell people i'm on holiday when i'm on vacation just to fuck with them because they don't know what i mean oh god i read about some holiday over republican senator bitching because during lockdown their children had watched some kids cartoon where they're english and, and so you know uh 
well, my child was calling vacation a holiday. Who gives a shit? Oh, my God. I think I like that word better because vacation's like, yeah, that's a cool word. But holiday really means like you're celebrating some shit. So I'm on holiday. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Uh, I've been trying to work on my accent, but it's not very good. I'm like, I, I need to get better at it. I don't really know why. The only the only one I can do really well is um that I think I want to say it's like a it's some kind of cellular commercial. I don't know if it's T-Mobile or Sprint or whatever, but it's Gordon Ramsay and he's in like a Costco kind of place mm-hmm. handing out samples and these two people walk up and he's got like these little cocktail weenies and this guy reaches out and he's like slaps him and is like use a cocktail stick and then his and then his girlfriend who's not British <laughs> does the same thing. She's like, "Yeah, use a cocktail stick." <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so funny. And he has that look of I'm going to pimp slap you and yeah. I know I'm going to get in trouble for it. Yeah. But I'm at the same time, kill you. Right. Right. Uh, I love Gordon Ramsay. All right. Well, I guess let's move on then from the Mad Libs. And that being said, we are going to count down our top five favorite songs that are worth blowing out your speakers for. And I don't think anybody today knows what blowing out your speakers means, but if you grew up in the eighties, you know, it's a real thing. Great. Um, <laughs> Going so, way past 11. Yes. Um, basically, the songs that you have to play at full volume every time it comes on. Like, it's not even worth listening to if you can't turn it up as loud as possible. So, I'm excited, but damn, this was a hard one. It really was. <laughs> um, and, and we talked about doing this subject, oh, what, a couple of weeks ago, I think? Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of had it stewing around in my brain. I didn't write anything down or type anything out, but I kind of stewing around in my brain. And then we had to reshuffle the the, the schedule. Yeah. It, hey, coming to those last two was rough. <laughs> yeah, I just got inspired on this one when I was driving home from work in my car one day, and I a song came on, and I turned it up so loud and was like headbanging in the car, and I was like, "There's so many songs that do this to me. Like that would be a good top five. And here we are. So there we go. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, you go first. Number five. What do you do got? To, are we supposed to do the predictions first? Oh, yeah, that's right. Thank you. See, I can't even... I'm so out of sync with my own show right now. Shit. Okay. I've got you, killer. I've got Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I don't know that we're going to have any... In co- well, okay, I take that back. One band, but I don't know if it'll be the same song. I'm going to say one. Okay. Um, I'm going to make a double prediction here. I'm going to say one song for sure that we have in common and one song where both of us go damn why didn't i think of that oh what if i did think of it you don't well, know if it's on your list of 70 that you pared down from <laughs> I, I i guess you could you could claim that right or or i could say it was in consideration but at the same time it didn't make the top five okay cool um, i like that but, but i think that, that my list is also quite quite eclectic uh so there's gonna be there's gonna be some fun fun moments in here talking about some of these songs yeah i'm excited because um, i made mine i switched mine up and made it diverse so. uh so number five leading off for me uh from the movie saint elmo's fire the song saint elmo's oh. fire by john parr yes that's a good one uh such a crankable song and it, it is such an amazing driving song too um, it really one is one of my favorite songs of all time to drive to agreed uh, it's just it's just so great and the lyrics are just crisp and it's got that 80s soundtrack sound without being kenny loggins um, 
Hey, Kenny Loggins is okay too, but oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not, not bagging on like Kenny Loggins. I'm just saying that there, there's two types of 80s soundtrack music or songs. There's right. Kenny Loggins and everybody else. Yes. Um, but no, this is, I bet you've never even seen the movie, right? But I love the song. Are you serious? I, I, I've never seen it. I oh, need to. You do need to. I mean, it's, it, it's a good movie. It's a little bit of a bummer, but it's also, I mean, it's one of those... I really hate saying Brat Pack now after I read Andrew McCarthy's book, but I'm still going to say it. Brat Pack. You know, it's a really, really good movie. Um, and the score is fucking amazing. The score from that, anytime I hear it, I start crying. I mean, the love song makes me want to fuck. Oh, really? Wait, which one? The the, the, the love song. The love theme. You know, the, oh, the okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe okay. not. Maybe we should edit that part out. I don't want to, you know. Have people sending me random invites with songs in them. Um, hey. <laughs> hello. How you doing? Um, your, your wife knows where the gun is. Don't forget. Uh, she's a really good shot. Well, good. Less mess for her to clean up. <laughs> no. Okay. Please watch the movie. And yeah, that song is definitely, um, didn't make my list, but yeah, definitely crankable. I like that word. <laughs> crankable will be the word of the night. I like it. Yeah. Okay, guys, take a drink every time somebody says crankable. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm about to make a liquor store room. we got to pause this real quick. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so my number five, I think that you're going to make fun of me, but maybe not. I, mm, okay. I, I th- I'm either going to get love for this one or I'm going to get hate for it because everybody's going to be like, what in the actual fuck? Are you kidding me? But it's obscure. It is the 1982 song Space Age Love Song by Flock of Seagulls. I don't think I know that one. Well, look it up after. I think I think once you hear it, you will know it. It's it's a song that gets used a lot, especially in like, you know, 80s movies theme stuff, but it's not a popular song. But I think maybe I'll just cue up the beginning real quick. The thing I really like about it, I mean, the lyrics are just kind of like, they're fine. I mean, it's just about falling in love. It's cute, but it's, it's the eighties synth for me, really. It's, it's synthy without being cheesy. And it's just, it has a really good melody. It's really just like pretty and makes you feel like it's fast and you want to play it loud, but it also just makes you feel kind of like, I don't know, floaty in a way. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I just listened to the intro, and you're right. Oh, it's you did? very okay. synthy without being, I don't know, sticks. Uh, right. Yeah, it's very 80s, you know, immediately, but it just it's just one of those songs. I turn it up really loud just because the music is so, I, don't, I mean, it's soothing, even though it's not meant to be necessarily, but I don't know. I just like it. That's my one obscure pick that I don't know a lot of people will know, but it's a good song. You, you definitely definitely got me with it. Uh, well, well done. <laughs> yes. Wow, I feel proud of myself. Uh, well, well done, Killer. I, I must Thanks. say, uh, I, I'm you. impressed, and I will, <laughs> I will listen to that to completely fuck up my uh, my YouTube sh- uh, shuffle that I listen to at work. <laughs> nice. Um, All right, you ready for number four? Let's do it. And, and I'm going to go ahead and say this one is definitely not on your list. Okay. Uh, that would be the classic from 1993, Mother by Danzig. Okay, I do know the song. No, it's not on my list, but <laughs> I am aware of the song. I, I kn- but yeah. Uh, it it kind of takes me back to, to, uh, to that era and, and the way that I, I kind of kind of lived my life at the whole 
trying to be a bit of a bad boy while still taking honors classes. Um, <laughs> right. I, I, I referred to myself as the conservative bad boy uh, template back then. Um, how adorable. It kind of fits. And it's also kind of, well, how did this guy ever get laid? Um, <laughs> hey, there's somebody for everybody. No, no matter who you are, there's always going to be somebody that wants to have sex with you. I, I think that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, that explains how I have so many nephews. Anyway, but um, <laughs> <laughs> going to help with that one. Anyway, uh, no, no. So it's just got a great beat, and the lyrics are, are timeless, and uh, it, it's just one of those those crankable, take a sip, songs that you can yep. just sit back and it. It's kind of hollow. It's kind of shallow, but it's just it's fun. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. I mean, these songs don't have to be important by anybody's standards they just have to make you feel good and you want to pop up the volume you want to be crankable <laughs> uh, pump up the volume such a great movie yeah and the song's not that bad but no that's that's that 90s early 90s late 80s when hip-hop but not really hip-hop it's like the electronic cc cnc music factory did a i know that's not them but like it was that kind of music so oh yeah them and uh I can't think the uh, snap and, and CNC music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Took that whole, we're going to do a little bit of synth and we're going to do a little R&B and we're going to do not quite rap and we're going to make something completely new out of it. And then there's going to be a remix and it's a club song. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to have baby speed to it. All right. Good choice. I, I may have to go listen to that one again because I, I know I've heard it more than once but i can't i can't remember if i like it so i'll definitely check it out after we're done and report back to you okay so my number four is the song that inspired this list so if you guys follow the group page then you probably saw me post about it and it is the 2006 song welcome to the black parade by my chemical romance if you don't blast this song at full fucking volume there's something wrong with your brain and your heart uh yeah yeah i'm not the hugest fan of my chemical romance but that is definitely a song that you've got to maybe not blow your eardrums out to that it needs to be played at at a quasi uncomfortable volume yes because it's just the 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 guitar riffs and the bass line and the lyrics demanding yeah i love it and and it's so first of all the first the intro piano notes it's like you know immediately what song it is and mm -hmm. then it starts out really slow, but you're getting like this, you know, drum beat, like a, like a parade. And it's like all the buildup is so good. And then it just bam right into it. And it's just, I love it. And then the whole song is just full speed. The rest of the song, like it's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't listen to a lot of their stuff, but this song for sure is just anytime it comes on. The windows are going down. I don't care what temperature it is, and the volume's going up. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and it was voted um, MTV's greatest music video of the century in 2017. The, the video is a little it's cool. to have that vote. I, I mean, yeah, probably. I'm sure there will be more. <laughs> I always yeah. hate the of the century lists. Bro, yeah. we found that we're not even, we weren't even two decades in. Right, and who are you to decide? Wait. Like, okay, video of the year, fine. Video of the decade, maybe. The century, uh, pretty, uh, pr 
pretty uh what's the word i'm looking for pretty sure of yourself pretty yeah, pretty, pretty there. pretentious yeah um <laughs> it i don't think mtv is allowed to fucking comment on music videos anymore right do they even play them <laughs> um i mean they might have one show at three o'clock in the morning that, that shows a music video once um, I feel sorry for people that don't have that didn't grow up in the MTV era. Like I just feel uh, sorry for you. That's all I can say. I don't know what else to say except I feel bad for you. You were robbed. I mean the the performances on Headbangers Ball, the, right? the interviews on Yo MTV Raps, the 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 moments of oh hell the the, the freaking spring break celebrities that would yes. show up. I, Oh, and even God, TRL, and... you know, it was like, sure. I mean, yeah. And then just videos. I mean, fuck. Just, I had, I would say my 90s, I had MTV on all day long. Like, no matter what I was doing, it was on in my bedroom. And, you know, and the real world started and I started watching that. And it was just like MTV was always on in the background, like always. And man, how sad that people don't have that anymore. You have to just sit there on your phone on YouTube and watch music videos. It's just not the same. It's some, it's some bullshit. I, I think I'm going to go cry in a corner now I for know. a few minutes. And you'd have to watch all fucking day just to hope to see the one video that you are dying to see. Because you don't know when they're going to play it. <laughs> there were some great, amazing MTV performances, right? Like, as we all know, I'm not a Nirvana fan, but but half mm-hmm. of their, their Unplugged set yeah it's fucking amazing i have that on vinyl and i love it um the rendition of uh plush that Mm -hmm. that stone temple pilots did stone temple pilots pardon me on on headbangers ball oh my god the mashup album of jay-z and lincoln park is still oh that was so good amazing uh and now mtv is just the real world world meets his road rules meets I don't even <laughs> fucking know what it is anymore. Yeah, I mean the VMAs used to be the shit and now it's just like, man, eh, whatever, I don't even care. But Oh yay, somebody's ever heard of one something. Woo. I mean, how many times are you gonna get Madonna making out with Britney and Christina Aguilera on the same stage? <laughs> There's not uh, enough times for that. Uh, there just there isn't. Um <laughs> okay well let's move on before i start to cry into my big glass of wine um yeah yeah so my number three uh also from the early to mid 90s uh the title track off their first album motown philly by boys to men Mm, mm -hmm. you gotta crank that bad boy absolutely Um, between the acapella bits and bibs to rap sections and and just the beat and, and the flow Oh, man. That song takes me back, and regardless of what mood I'm in, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I had that on cassette, and I listened to the whole... T- because, okay, so you got Motown Philly, and then End of the Road is on that one, too, right? Yeah. I, no, I don't think End of the Road's on that one, is it? Um, I have to look real quick. I think it is. The only other thing I remember about that album is that pretty much all the other songs on there are baby-making songs like oh my god yeah uh, they're all sex songs i'm not complaining no no i uh um no i did a lot of making out to that that particular uh, tape absolutely um yeah i definitely got very dirty yeah 
to that. I'm um, sorry, it's not the self-titled album. Coolie High Harmony was the name of the of the album, not Motown. Yeah, Coolie, I'm sorry. Yeah, and um, so End of the Road is on that one, right? And then um, Motown Philly. I think those were the two main singles. I don't know. Um, I just okay for anybody who hasn't listened to this album or wants to go back, uh, just look up the song. So End of the Road is not on that one. You're, uh, oh. It's so hard to say goodbye is on that. That's one. so okay. That's the one I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. Oh God, bad. an uh ah. Uh, I mean that. That's what I was about to say. If that's not the ultimate baby making song, I mean, you might as well be playing Barry White at the same time, right? Because I was literally just about to say, if you have not listened to this album, just go look up the song. Uh, uh, and it sounds way better when they say it, but I get horny just thinking about that song. Um, yeah. Good one. um, Good one. I never thought I could have four guys turn me on, but, uh, (laughs) Uh, their voices are like butter. They can always turn me on. Uh, I, I grew up partially listening to, to Motown because that's what my father listened to on, on KLMA or one of the deals on KLMA. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so when, when Boys the Men came out and Dad heard it, he's like, turn that up. Or we let me play it in the car because it reminded him of, of Motown. Right, right. Um, the, there's only one weak track on that entire album, that's Simpin. Not a fan yeah. of that one. Yeah, uh, but okay. even that one, you can get a little dirty too. Yeah, I mean, and then is it there's, and there, there's one on there called Please Don't Go, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that one, too. I can hear uh-huh. it in my head right now. I'm like, I'm getting like 90s boyfriend vibes of making out to that. And, oh, my heart. Okay. But yes, Motown Philly. I remember dancing to that at a, a junior high dance. Good song. Great song. Sorry. That's okay. Before we go on the, down the list of how horny we got to voice the man. Uh, <laughs> right. go, go to your next one. Okay. Oh, what is my number three? Okay. 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 It is, I think this is the one we're going to have in common. And honestly, I'm just going to say this. I know I have to put them in order, but three, two, and one all have the exact same level of love for me. So I'm I'm just going to knock them out. But um, this is the one I think we'll have, or at least the band. And it is Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine. Uh, That is my number one. Well yeah. Done. Yeah. I mean, if that's not the best song to play at full volume and sing at the top of your lungs, I mean, I don't know what is. It, um, it's just amazing. I think that one of the things I did the, to get the most trouble uh, in high school was I, I shared a car with my mother. By that, I mean, it was my mother's car and I get to drive it every once in a while. <laughs> um and uh, I, I was quite irked at her because she loved to give me just enough money to, to do what I needed to go do that day to hang out with friends or whatever. And normally most of that money had to go in the fucking gas tank. Right. Um, but so, so she did that to me like two or three times in a row. Right. And, and I've got my, my uh, copy of Rage Against the Machine on cassette. And I leave the song at, him screaming fuck you i won't do what you told me best over and over ever. again yeah with the volume cranked way the fuck up <laughs> oh she was she, not pleased yeah i can imagine but i mean so um in oklahoma city we had a a friend who is in a band um and so they would do like a lot of covers at um 
different places, but we used to always go watch them at Baker Street, if mm-hmm. Baker Street even still exists. But this was one of the songs they would do, and they would do it later in the night when you're pretty drunk. And it's like, you don't think this is a song you could dance to, but it just felt so good to be on a dance floor and just like move your body and just sing, like scream at the top of my lungs, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Not right? to mention the rest of the song is good too. I mean, absolutely. Obviously, very political, but you know, I it's about a revolution, and I fucking love it. <laughs> uh, that song almost ended the relationship with my now ex-wife as it was beginning. Wh- why? Um. What 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 are the first lyrics of that song? Oh. Yeah, and she was from so, a family of cops. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to say some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses to somebody like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, uh, uh, then it got to the point about those who died are justified. And yeah, yeah. Whew. I, I, I had to make her, you know, stop and actually listen to all of the lyrics. And she was like, okay, they're not saying kill all cops. No, they're not. I mean, truth fucking hurts. Right? <laughs> I honestly um, believe that, that her dad was, was one of the good ones, right? Or is one of the good ones. I'm not sure if he's still working or not. I don't know. You have fuck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that whole album um, will punch you in the face with the lyrics. For real, totally. And and it's a. I mean, obviously, we know it was your number one um, '90s rock album. So yeah, I, yeah. I fi- that's why I figured we would have this one. I wasn't sure if you would pick this one or if you would pick um, not Bulls on Parade. What's there's what's the other one that I really like? I don't know. I figured you'd have a Rage song for sure, but. Um, uh, it probably would have been this one or or either this one, Wake Up, or Bomb Track, all off the first album. Yeah. So there's a, a fun fact about this song, and I need somebody British to explain this to me. So Martin Banks, if you're listening, hit me up on Facebook and explain this to me. He He's my British friend from the Overlook group, and um, we, t- we talk British slang all the time. He helps me out. So I it, in 2009, which is like what i don't know how many years after this song came out like 15 18 whatever it was the christmas number one in england and apparently a christmas number one is a thing over there i only right. know that from love actually well yeah um, for sure yeah uh, <laughs> i feel it on my fingers i feel it on my toes yes god i love um, that movie I anyway sorry uh, so but yeah and and apparently i don't know how it got who decided this but it was because there was a campaign to prevent another x-factor winner from winning the christmas number one because that was happening every year yeah so no, i remember uh, reading about that yeah, yeah the, i want to know how how that happened but yeah the whole christmas number one thing intrigues me but i guess that's a conversation for a different day like and and how did killing in the name become a christmas number one <laughs> Whew, anyway all right, so number two, what do you got? Oh, uh, yeah, right, <laughs> right, my, me again. Uh, ACDC Thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. I thought that was where we were going to overlap, to be honest. Was, was that one? Absolutely. Um, no, but it did make my long list. Uh, and, and that's just not just because I'm, I'm an Oklahoma City and a Thunder fan, right? Um, uh, and Speaking I'm glad they're trying to switch to that instead of that stupid always be my thunder thing they did for the first season yeah yeah who's this fucking aussie they drafted number six well i know he's not with the thunder anymore but what i was going with is that westbrook went to the lakers i, oh, I want to not winning the title next year i, I want to vomit because 
I, I would give it to him because he went to UCLA. He's an LA guy. He's from LA, but I cannot cheer for fucking LeBron. I can't do it. But I also want Westbrook to get his ring. He is way overdue. He deserves it, but I, I can't cheer for LeBron. I can't. Anyway. Yeah, but <laughs> as much as I love Russ, right? It, it is it is many daggers I saw that man shoot, and as many selfless moments I saw him do for the Thunder. He's a ball sink, <laughs> right? Which is why him and Harden couldn't coexist. Well, so he he is he's not uh, a point guard. He's like the third love of my life, so you be nice. No, I, as a human being, he's amazing. He is a freak athlete. It's just there are certain habits on the court that he should have grown out of by now that he has. Anybody? <laughs> he used to be a real bad ball hog too. I think he's grown a lot, but he's now gotten better like, at it. But I feel like he's playoffs or crunch time, he yeah. goes right back to it. That's true. It's the it's definitely the intensity and the I I get it, but yeah, I don't know. But yes, anyway, Thunderstruck. Yeah. I feel like most A C D C songs have to be played at full volume. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh for those about to rock, we salute you. Uh absolutely. Yes. Um all night long for sure has to be cranked. Um Yeah, back in black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh big gun from the Flop of a movie, uh, Last Action Hero. He's the <laughs> Did that make your guilty pleasure list? Is that what you're hinting at? No, that is not. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not on my guilty pleasure list. That movie's uh, awful. I, I don't know of anybody who goes, you know what? I think I'm bored. I'm just going to watch Last Action Hero again. Right? Um, uh, just a, a quick hint for everybody. We will be doing, along with Casey, our guilty pleasure top five movies. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, well, I was, I love, one of my guilty pleasure movies, I will not say what it is, but it has a decent ACDC soundtrack, so also stay tuned for that one. Uh, Don't tell me Armageddon? No. Oh. What ACDC songs are in that movie? Oh, Oh, sorry, wrong movie, wrong movie, sorry. There might be, but. I should be, I I, I need to quit drinking, I'm on my first one. I don't think you're going to know it. Honestly, I'll be surprised if you do, but you might. We'll see. The only two movies I can think Casey of will know it. Drawing ACDC songs are Maximum Overdrive hmm. and Empire Records. God, I fucking love Empire Records. Who doesn't? I mean, if you don't know that it's fucking Rex Manning Day. <laughs> I celebrate it every great. year. Absolutely. Um, damn the man. Save the Empire. Exactly. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do that, Warren. Why not? Because it would hurt. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What did he say? Um, Uh, Oh, man, I forgot the first part of the line. Now I can't do it. All right, never more. Something about never more. Never mind. Oh, my God. I need to stop drinking and I haven't even had a full glass yet. What is wrong with me? Oh, we're getting old. Uh, anyway, watch Empire Records if you haven't, but um, anyway, yeah. ACDC, Thunderstruck, that's a good one. Um, Iron Man is one of the ones that's like, okay, it's cool, but I'm not actually a huge fan of it. And then, what's the other? Dirty Deeds, then Dirt Cheap. That one's okay, okay. but... I- Iron Man is not ACDC. Yes, I am. Oh, no, it's Black Sabbath. I'm sorry. Right, My bad. Right. My bad. I'm gonna um, cut that part out. <laughs> I don't want to sound stupid. <laughs> That's why I'm the editor. Yeah, yeah. We'll just leave it to me to sound stupid for both of us. No, it's fine. I don't know everything. Um, Mostly. Yeah, uh, 
I mean, not every, I mean, a whole lot of Rosie, I don't think should be cranked, but Big Ball, however, should not be played at any volume beyond eardrum shattering or below eardrum shattering. Very true. Um, All right. So what number are we on? Two? I think you're on your two. And then your one. Oh, yes, that's right. Okay. Because you stole mine. Well, you know, hey, at least <laughs> at least I was right, and we had one in common. Because there's no way you ha- well, actually, my number one, there's a possibility, but I don't think so. Oh, my number two, n- no way. All right, my number two is "Hypnotized" by the Notorious B.I.G. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm just, I'm just playing the track <laughs> in my head, babe. I'm just, I mean, oh yeah, that yeah. you know, obviously everybody knows I love Biggie. I am partial to his music, but that song, that beat, the whole like, it just it makes me want to get up and dance and just like, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but if you if you don't crank that song up, you're crazy. See, for for me, that's I mean that that's played a little louder song, but that's that sit back with a drink and a stogie and just just melt into it. Oh, not me. I I see where you're coming from, but not me. I hear it and I have to get on my feet and I'm like moving my whole body and turning it up as loud as I can. But I I see your side too. Oh, Biggie. You know what song of his does that for me would be like Big Papa or Juicy. Those both are oh, like, yeah. okay, I can sit back and just like jam to this, but Hypnotize is, it's kind of like a song that made my long list, but not um, on it, Jump Around by House of Pain. It's just one of those songs that makes <sighs> you want to get on your feet and literally jump up and down, at least to me. That's that's what it does to me. So so if you if you like Jump Around, find the Butch Vig remix of Shamrocks and Shenanigans. Ooh, okay. Not not the album version, but the Butch Vigory mix. All right, you might have to send it to me. Uh, I can do that. Because okay. uh, it, it's, to me, it's a better House of Pain song than Jump Around. And I fucking love what? Jump Around. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's another one of those songs. I mean, could have easily made my top five, but it was just a little predictable to me. But um, yeah, just hypnotize every single time it makes me want to get on my feet and it, it just like i don't know it makes me want to celebrate biggie and his life and just makes me miss you know that that song came out like my first year of college and i just remember driving in the car and just like jamming the fuck out to it like it was just amazing all right well we know you're number one do you want to talk some more about it or um the- yeah I, yeah it's just one of those songs that you've got to bang your head a little bit and you've got to shout to it. Absolutely. And, um, I'm just going to throw out there that, that I haven't quite started counting down the days, uh, but 358 and I get to see them in concert. Ooh, nice. And, and, and even better, it's Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels. That would be a good show. Oh God, I'm so ready. I've been uh, listening to Tom Morello's show on um, uh, Lithium a lot now. Isn't Mary it... Morello fucking awesome? Yes, she's so fucking cute. <laughs> I, I, I see can't what I mean about with the hugger? What? 
Do you see what I mean about wanting to hug her? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. She's adorable. I want to meet her in real life. Right. Um. But yeah, that show seems to be on in the morning when I'm driving to work on certain days. So I've been listening mm-hmm. to it a lot. Um. So yeah, and then um, what's another one? Check All right. Well, anyway, his uh, Atlas Underground album. Um. There's a couple songs on there that are just fucking amazing. Ooh, um, okay. The man's a horrible singer. Any track where he's singing, skip it. Yeah, uh, I mean. But but as a as a writer and a guitarist. Yeah, I mean, I he's a lyricist it. for sure. Yeah. And yeah, guitarist for sure. All right, yeah, can't go wrong with that song. Um, almost, I almost put that at number one, but I kind of figured you might have it at number one. And like I said, that one and hypnotize, and then <laughs> I think you're gonna laugh at my number one because it's it. It's different from those two songs, but it it doesn't make me want to like get up and dance. But it has to be just cranked. It's crankable, crankable, crankable. Are you ready? Any really? guesses? Um. Oh God. That's nah, okay. No, no, because any, oh. anything that's coming to mind might be a little insulting. Uh, but so I'm, I'm not going to say anything. But it's uh, it's not Mbop. If that's what you're thinking. Well, I was thinking like something Spice Girls or or. Ew. Okay. No. It's your fault. You made me say it. Okay. You can fine. edit that out though. It's your show. No, that's all right. I won't. <laughs> all right. Um, the band I think is predictable. The song is not because this band is known for a song that makes every girl my age go freaking crazy especially white girls in the club i didn't pick that one because this one is better it is separate ways by journey oh okay yeah no i'm not gonna laugh at that one i'm not um i mean uh, the guitar the synth the words oh my god the words i get chills that whole song Gives me chills the entire time I listen to it because it's so good. Well, you have those those seventies and eighties soaring lyrics, right? Yeah. You have that that crisp. There, there, there's no growling. There's no screaming. There's no speaking in key. I mean, you have these soaring, just short of operatic lyrics, right? It's over really every journey track and in separate ways. It's like it's like an uplifting breakup song, right? It makes me want to cry, but also it's like it has it has really good buildups. And I know everybody's like, "Oh, uh, don't stop believing." And I'm like, "Yeah, that song's fine, right. but this song is so much better." Yeah, I it's... think I think uh, "Separate Ways" has way more feeling to it. Right. And don't stop believing is a great track. Oh right? yeah, uh, it, it, especially the way you, they used it in uh, uh, oh that freaking musical with all the rock songs. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, Rock of Ages. Rock of Ages, right? Yeah, that's um, a good movie. God, I love that musical, especially the way that they use Twisted Sister versus uh, Jefferson Airplane or yeah, Jefferson that, Starship. That, that whole thing's amazing. If you guys haven't seen Rock of Ages, go watch it. If you're an '80s yeah. kid, you'll love it. And if you don't get the irony of the scene that we're talking about of Jefferson <laughs> Starship versus uh, Twisted Sister, I'm going to encourage you to do your homework and find <laughs> out why that shit is funny. 
Yes. And if you're an 80s kid, then shame on you. If you're right. not, just do the research. Just do, do the homework. It's okay. It's now I want to go watch that again. Dang, it's a good one. Hey, man. But Hey, that's his name. Hey, man. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, separate ways. You know, it's got this intro, like the, the guitar, the synth. It's, I guess that's more synth, but it just, you can immediately tell it's going to be a, a powerful song. And then, you know, you build up to that chorus and it just like blasts you in the face. But the lyrics are also so just like personal. I don't know. It's definitely, I will never listen to this song and not play it as loud as I can. So there you go. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great, great first choice. I would have never thought of that one. (laughs) Uh, But that is a great choice. I think that song gets overlooked, but you know, that's okay. I love it. Oh man, okay. Uh, honorable mentions. Do you want to throw out a couple? I have a lot, but I'm just going to name two or three. Uh, let's see. Things I I I, I thought about. Uh, trash song, completely trash song by a not great human being. Uh-oh. Uh, but Bawa to Bob, I could rock. Oh yeah. Okay. I would say cowboy over that one, or even you've never met a motherfucker quite like me. But yeah, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, fair, fair. But yeah, I hate that guy. George loves him though. Not loves him as a person, but loves his music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, I kind of quit hating on him as much after reading uh, an interview with the guys from Metallica who are way on the other end of the political spectrum. And they're like, no, we hang with him. We do music with him. He's, they're not all up in our face about politics. And, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, he's not a total dick about it. And that's uh, good. And, you know, he actually has, what's interesting is he actually does have a pretty decent singing voice. Like yeah. if, if you listen to only God knows why, like that's actually pretty good. And then picture with Cheryl Crow, like, I don't know. I mean, it, he's a, definitely a talented dude. I'm just not, you know, he's not really my cup of tea, but definitely cowboy is one of those songs. I definitely have to like, you know, get up and dance to. So yeah, and I get the a, appeal. <laughs> back to the, when MTV did music discussion, uh, I caught a, a live performance of his that he was doing for MTV and they were doing this, it must have been 20 minute rendition of, of Cowboy or Ball with the Bible, I forget which one. Oh, wow. He goes through the, his band and introduces each member of the band and plays their instrument. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So the fact that he's able to play every instrument on stage, not, not maybe to the level that, that everybody else is, but the fact that he's able to do it, that gave me a lot of, uh, gave me a lot of respect to him uh, as a musician. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good one. Okay. All right. And I have, have one more. Uh, uh, once again, uh, not a great person, uh, but amazing song. And this has, in my mind, one of the greatest bass lines of all time. And okay. that's Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. Oh, okay. I know the song, but I can't really remember it right now. So I'll have to, I'll have to uh, look that up again. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. I trust your judgment. I'll look it up and I'll let you know. But I mean, it's a nine minute song almost, and really only four of it Ted singing. The other five is a really long guitar and bass section. Oh, wow. It's (laughs) just badass. Okay. I mean, it's it's not like Stairway to Heaven, is it? It's like more upbeat. Well, it's not a cover song, first of all. uh, So it's not Stairway. (laughs) Uh, If you ever want to piss off a Zeppelin fan, point out that it's a cover band uh, and then duck right <laughs> um but no it it's i mean it's not the happiest of all songs right because it's called stranglehold for fuck's sake um right but 
it's also not I want to die emo music either. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like it. Man, this list was just so long for me. Just, I mean, you know, like we talk about, like music means so much to us and, you know, just, man, there's just so many songs that hit me hard. But um, for the sake of helping people make a playlist, I'll just name a few of mine real quick. Um, Almost made the top five. Like I had a hard time leaving it out. The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Mm, Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. all my life by the Foo Fighters has to be played at full volume. Um, I want to be sedated by the Ramones. Yes, <laughs> I mean you have to. You, it, it's required. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, all, all three and a half minutes of that song should be played at, at your birthday. Yes. Yes. Sabotage, Beastie Boys. Hell yes. <laughs> Uh, Cherry Bomb, The Runaways. I don't, I don't know if a lot of people know that song, but I, I love that song. So, I don't yeah. know if I know the original Runaways version, but uh, that's been covered so it's many It's been times. covered a lot, yeah. Um, so either, either way, you probably know the song because it has been covered a lot. A lot. Um, and of course, any song by The Prodigy. I, I don't, I want, I want to be PC, but really smack my bitch up. I mean, officially I'm offended, but how can you not? Now, remember, Prodigy is the band you're thinking of. The Prodigy was a rapper. Oh, and it didn't leave sorry. No, no, it, it's okay, but I'll be able to be like, I don't remember him doing that one. Um, Prodigy. Gotta, yeah. Uh, no, not no, the. Smack my bitch up. Well, apparently, allegedly, uh, according to the man, it's not actually about smacking a four-minute bitch up. It's a horrible <laughs> choice of words. For what? I don't even remember what they tried to say it was. It, oh. it was it was it was half-hearted and really this is the best excuse you can come up with. Okay. I, I would have preferred we were all fucking plowed. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Right. <laughs> That's a way better explanation. Yeah, for sure. Um, I am gonna throw one more rap song in there, uh, just for the people if you don't know the song, is uh, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. I love pretty much anything by Kendrick Lamar. Most people think he's too political, but I don't think he's any more political than Rage Against the Machine. He's just a black rapper, so people assign him more fault. But my problem with Kendrick Lamar is he's just too nasally on some of his songs. Oh yeah, I could kind of like, see that. Be humble. Sounds like oh, he's a whiny bitch. I oh, I like Be Humble. I love that song. Oh, so the much. words are amazing. No, but I like the way he sounds too. But, oh, I see what you're talking about now, though, man. You might have just ruined that song for me. Okay, I'll t- tell you what. Uh, check out uh, a song called Fragile by Tech Nine. I uh, know that song. Yes, yes. And, and Kendrick kills it's his verse so on that one. So good. He kills his verse on that one. I didn't think anybody knew that song. Did we just become best friends? Again, yes. Again? Yes. Uh, <laughs> are you kidding? I love almost the entire Strange Catalog. Yeah. Um, and I see what you're saying though, because like I love the song "Swimming Pools" by Kendrick, but I he does get a little like nasally in that one. I see. Yeah, and it's from song to song. I mean, some he just kills it, others he's like, "Dude, um, you should see somebody for that." <laughs> but yeah, "Mad Mad City" is a really good song, like lyrically, but also it's just a you have to just like bump the bass as much as you can. So. 
I'll post my full list on the page because I've got like 15 more and they're kind of all over the place, but you know. I think whatever makes you feel happy that you want to play as loud as you can, more power to you. For sure. Um, and, and I've got interested to see what people comment on, on what we missed, right? Because there's yeah. just so many, so many great tracks out there that uh, e- either we didn't think about or didn't pop into our head because we had this, this massive music catalog we both walk around with, right. right? Or we were in the right frame of mind to think about it. Yeah. Um, like I had two that are super obvious, so I didn't put it kind of like Don't Stop Believing, but I just didn't think it was that worthy. I mean, again, great song, but just, but um, pour some sugar on me. I mean, <laughs> it, obviously, oh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, what was the other yeah. one? Uh, crap. What was the other one? What was the other one? Uh, oh, Let's Go Crazy by Prince. So it's just kind of like, there's so many. And so I was trying not to be too obvious, but also, yeah, it's different for everybody. So I am excited for more comments. The The first post I made got some with it was really good. So yeah, send me your list and um, I'll post mine too. And then what was the one that you said that you were like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> uh, well, I... I, I didn't really have one in mind for that, right? Oh, I, I just thought, okay. I thought you did. Okay. That, that we would be. Uh... No, I'm with you. Okay. Sorry. I thought you had a specific song in mind. No, no. That's cool. Um, That's cool. Well, all right. Well, hey, this was fun. I, I'm good. impressed. Well, not impressed. I figured we would have Rage Against the Machine in common. I mean, you know, it's Rage. What are you going to do? Um, but yeah, those were all good songs. I'm impressed, and I'm gonna have to go check a couple of them out again just to make sure. Go listen to Space Age Love Song and tell me what you think. <laughs> oh, another, uh, God, the other one I had one on honorable mention. I'm gonna go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the the uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're so I keep thinking mashup, but it's not a mashup. Anyway, the 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 track off Run the Jewels two, featuring Zach Della Roca. The classic "Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck." Oh, I don't know that one. Oh God, it's so good. Okay, so good. Um, Zach does the the third verse on it, and it's wow. Okay, I am writing that down now to go check that out. Plus, it's one of the greatest song names of all time. Yeah, that that is pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, and I'm hoping they do that one in concert in 357 days. Um, but who's counting? Uh, nobody. I, I, yeah. I don't even know why, why I have that number in my head. Um, but but I hope in 357 days that they do that one, uh, being as, uh, you know, they're both going to be in the same place. Uh, and I'm also hoping that uh, Big Mike does some, or probably Killer Mike does some of the songs that he's done with, with Tom Morello in the past, since they're all going to be in the, same, in the same place. You would think that they probably would. I mean, why not? So one can only dream. All right. Well, in 358 days, you can tell me how it was. <laughs> um, probably about 359. I might not be fully conscious. Okay. That's true. I'll give you that. Um, I'll give the you the that. wife will be driving back to the hotel from the concert. Because, that's, all, uh, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're planning that in advance. <laughs> but uh, that concert should be fucking amazing. Um, Cassandra, you're the DD. Right. <laughs> right. Uh she's probably the I, 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 I have a confession to make. 
I'm uh, sorry. Um, I'm going to be in Dallas next month, and all my days down there are already booked up, so I'm not probably not going to be able to get together and hang <laughs> and talk shit in person. Um, I, I had to get with people that I have seen uh, even less recently than I've seen you. Fine. And I'm going to be on the other side. I'm going to be over in, in, in Fair Park. Oh, yeah, that's like... Like hour seven from, hours from you, yeah. It's like an hour 15 away from me. Well, without traffic, it's about an hour, but still, yeah, it's everything down here takes a fucking hour. It's ridiculous. Uh, but Black Crows is playing <gasps> next week. I want to go. A Black Crows song is on my long list. Oh, man. Did you yeah. know Hard to Handle was a cover? Yes. I did not know that until like two weeks ago. Really? I had no idea. Um, and I've been listening to I've that heard album. It. It's, it's good. Yo, it's amazing. Uh, God, Otis Redding taken too soon. Too I soon. Um, I, I adore Otis. I can listen to Otis all day. And, and think about it. That would have basically been the B side for Dock of the Bay. True. Uh, that's how strong that album, that posthumous album from, from Otis Redding was. That Hard to Handle was the second best song at best on that album. And you know how many people have taken, like, how, how many rap songs have, I mean, Sample Kanye and oh, Kanye and Jay-Z and so many rappers have taken, like, not like taken, like, in a bad way, but just, like, they've used his melodies and riffs in, in their songs. I mean, like, Gold Digger and, um, oh, there's a song off Watch the Throne that Kanye and Jay-Z do together. I can't remember now. But anyway. It's well, just, they did I, one called. Well, I think it was Kanye did one called Otis, which sampled a bunch of his stuff. That's the one I'm talking about. Yes, that's Kanye and Jay Z. That was on their joint album, "Watch the Throne," which is pretty amazing. It's a pretty good song. A pretty good album. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So good stuff. I love Otis. But yeah, Black Crow should be should be fucking amazing next week. All right. Well, you have fun with that. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I know you will. Well, thank you for being here and doing this. And we will uh, work things out with Casey so we can do our Guilty Pleasures movies because I'm excited about that too. I think I'm actually interested to see what yours are going to be because I really have no clue. Um, but I think we're all going to kind of be all over the place. So I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped about with, that one. With more prep time, I may revisit my list because there's just... Oh, and I'll get into it more depth when we do the show. But... Yeah. Um, my, my movie taste is almost as eclectic as my as my musical taste. Right. Uh, and again, I'm blaming my Mine parents. Too. Um, and I'll I'll not spoil anything, but I think with extra prep time, I, I want to revisit part of the list because yeah. Um, I, I was happy with the the top five and two honorable mentions I came up with, but other movies have popped into my head since. It right. is just ah, oh, so many things that I want to throw out there. It, it's like we could almost do a top five guilty pleasure by genre. Yeah, for sure. I could, I could easily do horror by itself. Um, if I mean, this... we might have to do a top five guilty your pleasure list at some point, right? <laughs> right. Uh, or what in the actual fuck? Why did you watch this movie list? Guilty um, pleasures, the sequel. <laughs> right, right. Because uh, so many options out there. Well, if this helps narrow it or, or retweak it at all. Um, it's going to make it worse. It gives me more time <laughs> to think about it. Well, so basically, if I kind of was going to set, which I, we, I think we kind of talked about, but just for everybody else, like the criteria 
because guilty pleasure could mean all kinds of things, but Mm -hmm. basically it's got to be in, in one of these few categories. Um, it bombed at the theater. It was a flop. Um, it's less than like 60% on Rotten Tomatoes or maybe 50%. We could kind of, you know, if, if you pay attention to that, or it's just the general consensus is that it's a shit movie which again could leaves it open for interpretation, but it's one of those movies that people would be like, Ew, really? You know, I got some good ones. I'm excited. Did that help you or did that make it worse? Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, because it's just, do you, you can look at the Rotten Tomatoes score, right? You can look at the, the, the box office hall on IMDb or, or Wikipedia or whatever. But I, I think there's also one other, uh, criteria that you can kind of throw in there, which okay. is you're sitting on the couch, you're flipping channels, and if you get to a certain movie, you just toss the remote, regardless of how many commercials or whatever else, and you just finish the fucking movie. True. True. Um, now, some of my movies that are on that sort of list are actually good. Right, mine too. Um, but there's also movies on that list that's like, wow, this thing is still horrible. I'm going to go pop some popcorn. I can't look away. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> God, I love this train wreck. Why are we having to slow it down for commercials? Yeah. I, <laughs> so I, I think there's a lot that you could do with that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to the to the varied lists of the three of us um, and, and moments of I love that movie or what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Or possibly both. Or why didn't I think of that? Right, also. Um, Which I think we'll have a lot of, probably. Yeah, uh, and, and we may be at the point where there's almost no overlap because there's just so much stuff out there. Yes. I, I'm pretty sure Casey and I are going to have one in common. Um, other than that, I have Actually, I no think clue. you and I will have one in common, but oh. I'm not going to say it until we get there. Well, yeah, don't. I don't want to know. <laughs> All right, well... I am going to go watch Big Brother and then um, (laughs) go to bed. Uh, For for everybody else, I posted on the page, but Casey, George, my husband, and I will be doing our top five favorite Big Brother players. So if you're a a Big Brother fan, that'll be a fun one to tune into. If you're not, still tune in because we're fucking awesome. But yeah, um, good talking to you, Chris, as always. Absolutely. Have fun next week down here not coming to see me. Okay, I, I might be able to do Thursday or Friday lunch. Yeah, uh, it's okay. No, I I have a job. <laughs> it's okay. You you'd we'll, have to drive really far to come to lunch with me. It's yeah, okay. we'll we'll figure it out. It'll happen. Either I'll way. I'll be down there again or you'll be up here and we'll we'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, good night to you and to everybody else. When life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye.